What's going on? I'm your girl, Nita Rodriguez, and you're tuning in to DFS Trash Talk. This week, we're going to talk about some week two NFL picks and plays for DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, we're going to keep this short and sweet, and we're going to start off with some QBs that we like this week. Normally, I tell y'all um, we're not going to talk obvious plays, and I'm going to try to keep that um, the same for this week as well. I'm going to give you some low ownership plays that should be able to benefit you this week and help you fit in um, some high upside wide receivers, running backs that we like for week two. So the first, ah, sorry, the first quarterback we're going to talk about is Dak Prescott. Now Dak might be in a, a obvious situation facing the Falcons. Um, but at 8,300 on FanDuel and 6,800 on DraftKings, and he's projected around 12% ownership. Um, Atlanta, oh, let me pull that up. Atlanta definitely gives off the most points, well, gives up the most points, fantasy points, um, period. Like, their secondary is that trash. Unfortunately, sorry if I have any Atlanta Falcon fans that are listening. I, I still got love for y'all, but your defense is hard. So let's take a look at Atlanta's defense. Um, Atlanta gives off the third most fantasy points to QBs. They give off the seven most fantasy points to running backs. They give off the six most fantasy points to wide receivers. And they get off the six most fantasy points to tight ends. Um, with that said, that Prescott is in play. Um, he basically has the dream matchup of the week and his ownership isn't too high as I thought it would be, especially sitting at 12%. So I think you can go ahead and use him, um, in cash. Definitely. If you're playing cash games and our, he is a great GPP play as well, uh, due to his upside. The next wide receiver I'm going to talk about is on the other side of that game. Matt Ryan. And I talked about Matt Ryan last week. Uh, he should have did you well, being that they were down as expected, and they will be down again against Dallas. So at 6,600 on DK and 7,700 on FanDuel, he's projected at 9% ownership. And I, the reason why I chose him um, as one of the picks is because Dallas... Uh, allows well they don't allow a lot of fantasy points to quarterbacks however Dallas faced the Giants so I'm not a real believer in what Dallas secondary can do um, just because I mean it was Daniel Jones Daniel Jones is trash I'm sorry to all my Giants fans out there I got love for you too but Jones is trash so I liked him this week and I like the uh, matchup Julio Jones is going against. Let me pull up uh, the wide receiver QB matchups. Uh, wide receiver cornerback matchups, my bad. thought I had it up, but I guess I don't. 
so I will bring it up. And I know the cornerback that he's facing. Yeah, here we go. I don't want to say the wrong name, but let me just pull it up real quick. Okay, so Julio Jones, he's facing Chidobi Awuzi, if I said that right. (laughs) Anyway, so he has the third best matchup on the slate at 7,400. So you could pair Matty Ice with Julio Jones or Calvin Ridley. I mean, he's he's forever looking for his receivers. So that uh, I think Matt Ryan has some good upside versus Dallas. I do believe Dallas will allow him to throw because they're trash too sometimes. So we'll see. Um, it could be a Todd Gurley type of week for that for that game as Dallas. Uh, does give off um, the eighth most fantasy points to running back. So you never know. Todd Gurley, he's a pass catcher running back, so it could be a few touchdowns in that range uh, that way. The next QB, we're going to move on, and the next QB I like, and I, it's not that I ignored him last week. I kind of slept on him last week, but we're going to go to Aaron Rodgers this week. Aaron Rodgers is 7,900 on FanDuel, and he's 6,900 on DK. He is once again projected at low ownership like he was last week, and the low ownership being 5% owned. So I really like Aaron Rodgers this week uh, just off the strength of the ownership and because of him facing the Detroit Lions. Uh, Detroit Lions give off the eighth most fantasy points to QBs and the fifth most to wide receivers. So Aaron Rodgers should have a field day, um, and so should his receivers. So if you want to, you could take a chance on him at 5% ownership. And normally these ownerships stay around uh, the projected ownership going into the slate. So I'll take a 5% Aaron Rodgers at 6,900 on DraftKings and 7,900 on FanDuel. And that's great ownership for GPPs and your cash games. Again, I'm not a cash game person. I strictly play tournaments, um, strictly GPPs. So um, I'm sorry if I don't say you're a QB or, you know, I'm not jumping on the, the chop QBs. That's because I try to make this a little different. One more that I would like to give you as a bonus is Matt Stafford. I don't like choosing Matt Stafford, and he is on the other side of that Green Bay game. Um, but he's 7,200 on FanDuel, and he's 6,200 on DraftKings, and he's projected for 1% ownership. So he's like more of a QB flyer. Uh, but you could pair him with his receiver. And as you know, Kenny Galladay is out, so Marvin Jones is getting all the love. Um, let's go and see about Green Bay's defense and why I chose uh, Matt Stafford. So I chose Matthew Stafford 
three reasons. Green Bay gives off the ninth most fantasy points to QBs. Green Bay gives off the ninth most fantasy points against running backs. Green Bay also gives off the ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers. So this could be a shootout. Could stack this game, you know. Um, you could potentially stack the Atlanta game. The Atlanta game, it will be heavily targeted, but because of the way all the tournaments went about um, in the lobby, I noticed like it's not like you're facing a million people like you were week one. So they finally brought back to life and made it a $20 million maker tournament. So I believe that you could freely target these games without feeling like you're going to have have to share that big price. And that's all I have for QBs this week. Um, I'm going to jump into some running backs. And I'm going to go back to the Atlanta game where I like Todd Gurley. And the reason why I say it could be a Todd Gurley type week is just because of Dallas um, being trash against the run. So let me pull that up. Wet Cowboys. No, you're in here. All right. So here we have Dallas, Atlanta. So I'm pulling up the Atlanta offense. All right, Todd Gurley. Uh, Dallas gives off the ace most fantasy points to running backs. So, and the 18 most fantasy points to wide receivers. So, with that said, Ty Gurley has a 65% um, share on the field as far as uh, his snaps go. Oh, I'm sorry. He has a 65% projected uh, team rush attempts. So, he basically is their go-to. Um, they do have a, a three-man back, Brian Hill, who only gets 21%. And Ito Smith, who gets four. So basically, Todd Gurley gets all the usage um, and red zone targets. And he commands about 10% of target shares um, in the offense with the receivers. Okay, the next running back I want to talk about... Is let me go to my little open window. All right, so next running back I want to talk about is Jonathan Taylor against uh, Indiana. I'm sorry, against Jacksonville. He is projected for high ownership because. Jacksonville is that garbage versus running backs. So I would love to give you a low-owned one, but let's talk Jonathan Taylor real quick as soon as I can find Indy. Here we go. The face, I'm sorry, Indiana's facing Minnesota. So Minnesota decides they want to be a little trash versus the run, so we're going to target that. Um, Minnesota gives off... The most fantasy points to QBs, the most, I'm sorry, the sixth most fantasy points to running backs, and 
the most fantasy points to wide receivers. So, take a chance on Phillip Rivers and his receivers and Jonathan Taylor, who commands 55% of the team rushes. Um, I like this game for him as it will allow um, Philip Rivers not to have to throw if he doesn't want to. Uh, so this could be another game where uh, it has some potential for fantasy goodness. And on the other side of that, we can look at Dalvin Cook. Um, he, The thing with Dalvin Cook is Indiana is great against the run. They allow the least fantasy points to running backs. So if you're taking Dalvin Cook, he's more of a GPP play, not a cash play, uh, simply because of his tag and because of Indiana's defense. So, um, for all my Dalvin Cook owners, good luck, especially in your season longs. And moving along on the next running back, uh, I really like Derek Henry this week, who will again have high ownership, but it's for good reason. Let me pull up Tennessee. They're facing off against Jacksonville. I said it right this time. (laughs) So they're facing off against Jacksonville. And Derrick Henry, Jacksonville gives up the most fantasy points to running backs. So I really do uh, think he has a a great fantasy week um, just because Tannehill probably won't throw as much due to uh, Jacksonville's middle middle of the pack secondary. Um, so yeah, so load up on Derrick Henry. And I'm going to give you one more. Let's see one that's not really high owned. Um... One that's not super high owned. Okay. So, I don't know if he'll be high owned, but let me see what his uh, ownership is. So, another one we like this week is Drake. Kenyon Drake, Arizona. Well, he's going to be a little bit high owned. I can't say that he's not. But he projects around 20% ownership. And let me pull up their stats. Who is Arizona facing? Cardinals are facing Washington. Oh, gosh. All right. So (laughs) all our running backs did really bad last week. They got hurt. Marlon Mack hurt. Boston Scott hurt. Everybody just got hurt. And Eckler didn't do shit um, for us either. So, this week, we might have to eat the chalk on the running backs just because, you know, like, anything can happen. Remember, there was no preseason, so things are a little out of whack, out of sync, whatever you want to call it. 
I also didn't mention this game because it is an obvious game to attack from a different type of standpoint, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, they, I mean, they should have a field day with each other, Arizona and Washington. It could be a nice shootout, might not be, but, um, seems that Washington's improved a little bit on defense because they give off the 26, so the fifth least points or sixth least points to QBs. They give off the least points to running backs. They give off uh, the seventh least to wide receivers, but they give off the most to tight ends. So if you don't want to use Kenyon Drake, you don't have to. You can use the tight end. Um, But I still think Kenyon Drake is a better running back than Boston Scott. So maybe that was a fluke last week. I don't know. It's only week one. Take your chances because scared money doesn't make money. And I tell that to everybody that plays DFS. You've got to take a chance. Follow your gut. Go with your plays. So I like Kenyon Drake, even though he's going against a decent, from what it looks like, a decent run defense in Washington. But... Washington's only faced Philly and Washington's only had to face Boston Scott who really didn't do shit for us so therefore I want to take a chance on Kenyon Drake and I think it's a good chance to take so we're going to move on from running backs um we're going to go into some wide receivers that we like and the first wide receiver I want to talk about is Devontae Adams who I said pair with Aaron Rodgers, obviously, because Aaron Rodgers is only 5%. So let's go back to that game and pull up why we like Devontae Adams besides him going against a weak secondary. All right, Green Bay, where'd you go? Here we go. So. Devontae Adams is going against a defense that gives off the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers. I didn't check his projected ownership. Um, I think it should be high. And we're going to go with that. But we're going to eat the chalk if we need to eat the chalk because this is a great position for uh, Devontae Adams. He commands a 32.5% target share versus his teammates. Uh, Lazard commands 20%. And um, Valdez, he gets about 15% of the target share. So we like us some Devontae Adams this week. And we know that um, Aaron Rodgers likes him as well. Because he had, what, 17 targets last week? Yes, 17 targets for 14 catches. That's incredible. So, let's see what his projected ownership is looking like. Also, he's going against Jeff Okuda, which is the rookie. And we know, you know, first-year first rookies, they're cool because they're energized. They got a lot 
to um, ride him for them on the line, you know, their name. They they want to be that shutdown cornerback. So we'll see if Devontae Adams can capitalize on that. I'm trying to find his projected ownership for you guys. Let me see. If I can pull it up fast enough. <laughs> All right, wide receivers. I don't know why it's not a... Flex, I guess. Okay, there we go. I was wondering how I do this. (laughs) okay he is projected for 20 percent which is cool eat the chalk you know i mean i would all right so we're gonna move on from Devontae adams and we're gonna move on to let's see trying to give y'all some little owned plays um Well, since like here we go. So the next one we're gonna we're gonna go to the opposite side of that game and we're gonna um pick on Marvin Jones. Now Marvin Jones, I liked him anyway, because I said Matthew Stafford. So again, Green Bay gives off. Let's see. Why won't this move? Okay. All right, so Green Bay gives up the ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers. Marvin Jones commands 23.5% of targets. Quintez Cephas, Quintez Cephas, Cephas, however you say it. He commands 18%. He had 10 targets in week two. Um, and Jones had eight. Um, Amendola had seven. So he does spread them around when he gets the opportunity. I think Matthew Stafford will have an easier time getting his receivers the ball this week versus last week. Um, Because he did face Chicago last week, I think. So I think he'll definitely have an easier time. A reason why I didn't mention Adrian Peterson is because he shares the backfield with Kerryon Johnson and DeAndre Swift uh, but he does command 48% of the rush load so cheat code running backs versus Green Bay remember that there's a couple cheat codes but since we're not getting into every single one of them you know um and because we're talking about this Green Bay game, that's the only reason why I brought that up as far as Detroit goes. They have a three-man back. Um, but if if you want to take a chance, you can with Adrian Peterson, too. All right. And Marvin Jones was projected at... Let me bring that back up. Where are you at? Okay. Marvin Jones. Where are you at? Here we go. He's projected at 6.5% ownership. 
So that's not bad. And he's 5,700 salary saver. And that's, this is for DraftKings. On FanDuel, he is... Um, how much is he on FanDuel? FanDuel, he is... Where you at, guy? Alright. If I can ever find him. Yeah. Well, on FanDuel, I can't seem to find him on my research thing. Okay. How about this? I'll just sort it. <laughs> Okay, he's 6400 on um, FanDuel. So that's not bad. 5700 on DraftKings, 6400 on um, FanDuel. And he has a ceiling of 20 points. So we know he can do some damage out there. The last receiver we're going to talk about is... So the last one we're going to talk about, and I don't want to talk about him because I'm always talking trash to my friend, but Allen Robinson of Chicago Bears. And let's bring up the defense that he's facing. So I'm not a Bears fan. I think Trubisky's trash. I think everybody's trash. No, but, um, but. You know, given the opportunities, uh, they're facing the Giants, you know. So you got to learn to pick your battles, even if you don't like a team. So here we are. All right, the Giants give up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers and the 12th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So if you want to use trash-ass Trubisky and pair him with Allen Robinson, you could have you a nice little GPP uh, play that nobody else is fucking with. So, um, I do like, excuse me, I do like Allen Robinson this week. He commands a 25% target share. Anthony Miller commands 21%. Um, last week he had nine targets. Anthony Miller had six. So I think, uh, Chicago's in a decent, decent smash spot as far as their receivers go. Giants are good against the run, so I'm not too big on their running backs. And the Giants are decent, I'm sorry, good against tight ends, so I'm really not picking on them as far as that goes. Just the receivers. And that's what I like for wide receivers this week. We'll go on to some tight ends. That should do us some good this week. Let me pull them up. Okay. So, last week I told you guys I like Tyler Higby. I still like him this week. Even though he he fucked us up last week a little bit. He ain't do shit. Um, I still like him again this week. Um, 
He's projected at 2% ownership. He's $4,700. So that's a smash tag if he actually does something for us. And let's take a look at the defense that he's facing. So let's go to that Rams game. Rams, where you at, Rams? Oh, I got to go over somewhere. Here we go. They're facing the Eagles. <laughs> Our favorite team to tank. So, actually, oh, I'm, I'm looking at the wrong stats. My bad. Uh, let's go over to Rams. Okay. So, Rams give off the 11th most, I'm sorry, the Philadelphia Eagles give off the 11th most fantasy points to tight ends. And I think if he could get a touchdown, he could easily pay off his tag. Um, Philly's known to you know, be strong in the beginning and then shit the bed at the end. So we're going to, um, at 2% ownership, I think he's a great play. And he's a great pivot off somebody like Mark Andrews who will be high-owned because he gets touchdowns. Um, I'm not going to talk about Mark Andrews because it's Mark Andrews and you should know to play him obvious play but when you want to be different from the field you have to look in other places so for this week I do like Tyler Higby on DraftKings on FanDuel let's see what his tag is on FanDuel FanDuel where you at FanDuel um I always got to do this. Um, oh, okay. I already had it up. That's why. All right. So let's see. Rams. I guess I should put it on tight end. Tight ends. Rams. <laughs> Yeah, he's 5,800 on FanDuel, which I guess he could still smash his tag there, but he's looking like a better play for DraftKings. So I'll take DraftKings instead. Um, the next tight end that we like this week is... Um, sorry. So this week I also like OJ Howard. So Tampa Bay is facing, I think they're facing Carolina. Let me pull it up. Tampa Bay, where you at? Yeah, they're facing Carolina. And... Carolina's in the middle of the pack versus tight ends. Um, they give off the 16th most fantasy points. But I think Brady will utilize him this week uh, because Chris Godwin is out. 
And since Chris Godwin is out, uh, I think he's usable. He had six targets last week from Brady. He commands 12.5% of the targets for tight ends, and that's with Gronkowski as well. They use a lot of two and um, two, two tight end sets. So he's looking like a great play this week. You can use him. Um, he is only 3,900 on DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, let's see. FanDuel, he is Tampa Bay. Where you at, Tampa? Here we go. He's 4,800 on FanDuel, which isn't bad. He still has a chance to smash his tag there. It's cheaper than Tyler Higby, so I will take O.J. Howard on both sides. Um, he's projected for, like, 1% ownership, not even, like, 0.9% ownership. So, again, that's a, that's a good, that's good for GPPs. And the last tight end we're going to talk about... Is let me pull that back up. I try to give you guys the low owned plays, not the plays that we know are obvious and gonna carry ownership, but these are plays that make a difference for our lineups. Okay, so we can go to Denver, and I, I like Noah Fant this week again. I liked him last week, um, he did well. He's 4,400. He's projected at 1% ownership. Awesome. So, let's look at the defense that he's facing. Denver. Where you at, Denver? Denver, Denver. All right. I think Denver's playing in a... Yeah, they're actually playing in a 1 o'clock game against Pittsburgh. All right. So, Pittsburgh's defense gives off the 19th most fantasy points to tight ends, which is like middle, middle of the pack. But Noah Fant commands 18.5% target share in his offense. That's just behind Jerry Judy, 20%, and Cortland Sutton, 22%. So, Fant is involved in the game, as we noticed last week. And Pittsburgh's defense is, you know, pretty good. But they are susceptible to wide receivers and tight ends. So we can use um, Noah Fant for that reason. He is also, how much is Noah Fant? Let me see. Noah is 4,400. And projected for 1.6% ownership. I like that. And I think it's a great pivot off some of the bigger names. Um, But we don't want to pivot so much that we're losing our um, points just because we're picking um, low-end receivers. So still go with your high-end ones like Travis Kelsey, who has a great matchup. Mark Andrews, who has a great matchup. Um, 
Hearst actually has a great master, but he didn't do shit for us last week either. But everything else worked out very, very well. Okay? Um, let's talk a couple defenses. You know, um, Indiana did not work out for us last week. New England did work out for us last week. So this week, we can go with San Francisco defense. They're projected at 6.7%. They are facing, let's see, San Francisco, where you at? All right. Um, right here. They're facing the Jets, who suck. Yes, we can pick on the Jets. We sure can. Um, yeah, the, the Jets are just bad. Sam, Sam Darnold is just bad. So, and we want bad for defense. Um, well, we want bad offenses to face great defenses. Not that San Francisco's that great either, but they're better than the Jets. <laughs> so let's take a look at the Jets' offense. So their offense ranks third to last in QB fantasy points, seventh to last in running back fantasy points. They rank tenth to last against in wide receiver fantasy points, and 10th to last in tight end fantasy points. So we can pick on the Jets. Moving along, our next defense that we like is the Buffalo Bills. So Buffalo Bills are 3,900 on DraftKings. They're projected for 6.7% ownership. Um, let's see who Buffalo is facing. Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Um, they're facing my Fitzpatrick in Miami. <laughs> All right. Let's take a look at why we like the Buffalo Bills. Because... Miami's offense looks like this. They rank dead last in QB fantasy points. They rank 18th in running back fantasy points. They rank 7th to last in wide receiver fantasy points. And they rank 8th to last in tight end fantasy points. We like Buffalo because they allow the least fantasy points to QBs. They rank 29th. They rank 26 versus running backs. They give off the seventh, I'm sorry, the sixth least fantasy points to running backs. They rank 19th versus wide receivers. They rank 21st versus tight ends. So they basically are able to shut down Miami, like if Miami scores at all, the way this looks. So you can absolutely use uh buffalo's defense and you could pair him with singletary however i just feel there are better running back options so just use the defense as a one-off okay but um miami does give up the 12th most fantasy points to running backs 
and the seventh most to QBs. If you decided you wanted to use Josh Allen, boom, you could use him as a one-off if you want, with or with the defense. You don't even need a running back because he'll run it in himself. We've seen that every week. Well, for the last, well, last week he did it a few times. So, and we know that Josh Allen is a mobile QB. So, though, just that is the defense that I like or the defenses that I like for this week. Um, I'll give y'all one more, and then we are done, sir, done. All right, one more defense that we like this week, and it's going to go to Chicago Bears. They're projected at 1% ownership, and they are facing the Giants because we already talked about them. And we know Daniel Jones is trash. But can Chicago get some interceptions? Will they be able to do that? So let's take a look at the Bears. Can't believe I'm talking about the Bears today. But here we are. So let's let's see. Um, the Giants. First off, they... Ranked 20th in QB fantasy points, 29th in running back fantasy points, 11th in wide receiver fantasy points, and 19th in tight end fantasy points. So Chicago, um, overall, they are like middle of the pack, but it's the Giants. So. Chicago allows the 20, well, the 11th most fantasy points to QBs, the 10th most to running backs. Uh, They're middle of the pack in wide receivers, so they rank 17th. And they are not too good against tight ends, as they give off the 9th most fantasy points to tight ends. So... Saquon Barkley could do better. Um, he did face Dallas's run D. Um, but this is Chicago. Um, Chicago is projected to smash their defensive tag. And I think that's more due to Daniel Jones than it is them, like, um, you know, um, maybe some fumble recoveries, uh, an interception or two. But I... I didn't see that last week. So hopefully things change, but they are projected to smash their tag. Overall, um, the Bears ranked 12th on defense. And they are second in adjusted sack rate. So I believe that we can we can uh we can get some some good fantasy goodness out of a how much did I say they were? Out of a $3,700 Bears defense. One thing from last week that um, before we end this podcast is that Philadelphia Eagles allowed eight sacks to their QB. So if you want to take a chance on whoever is playing against Philadelphia, hold on, let me bring that up. I think it's Indy. Indiana? Nope. 
Who's playing the Eagles? Eagles, where you at? Hmm. Okay, they're playing the Rams. Rams defense should have an a field day sacking the hell out of Carson Wentz. I'm just saying, if they let Washington get to him eight times, imagine what the Rams could do. So that's just a bonus to to let y'all know. Don't forget what you saw last week. Pick on it. All right, pick on everything that you saw last week. And from there, that is all we have. I'm your girl, Nita. You can reach us on Twitter at DFS Trash Talk. Uh, or you can hit me up personally on my Twitter page at Nita's World underscore. Um, there is a Facebook. There is an IG for DFS Trash Talk. Feel free to hit those up. And we will see y'all for week three next week. I'm your girl, Nita Rodriguez, and it's been fun. I'm out.